Hello, film critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by the man himself, Devin, my co-host. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the latest Netflix original movie, Vivo. And before we begin today's podcast, you can listen to our show on podcast platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X. Seven, how are you doing today, man? Happy I'm, I'm doing good. Just trying to keep the beat, you know? Yeah, keep the beat. Keep the beat. I like it. I like it. How's the, uh, how's the OHIO? It's actually a beautiful day out here today. Oh, is it really? That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's oh, really nice, nice. Nice August day. August is usually a, a weird month. The dog yeah. days of summer. It really is. And it's crazy how we're already here. And yeah, July we, just didn't even happen. Honestly, I feel like this year didn't happen because I feel like we're about to go into another lockdown, Devin. I'm not going to lie. We're I definitely going to have to be wearing masks again soon. Yeah, we actually have to start wearing them at my, um, <clears throat> excuse me, at my, uh, at my place of work. Um, not while we're in like our separate like offices, but if we are, you know, moving between floors of the building, we have to have masks on. Um, so that's whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. So, um, there's that. <laughs> and we actually started seeing the uh, a little bit of the effect with actually a few video games kind of being delayed and movies as well. Clifford, the big red dog. It's rip. It's rip. R.I.P. So I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I really hope that's just not the first of many. Um, you know, there are a lot of other films that are that we still have yet to witness so many things that we're you know, th- that are coming out and, you know, Suicide Squad is dropping this week. Um, by the time that this is out, it will be out, but our review will be on the following Monday on August 9th. And before we get into our Viva review, just want to let you guys know, um, I will be MIA for about a week, but worry not because we do have a few episodes uh, dropping next week for you guys to listen to, um, getting my wisdom teeth taken out. So Fun times. Yeah. Did you get yours taken out? I did. How was it? I don't remember much of it. Were, were you under or were you awake? I was awake. Oh, God. They just, they just <laughs> gave, me, they gave me the good old needle juice and the gums. Yeah. I think they're doing that and... I, I believe I'm going under, so I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so we'll have our su- our the Suicide Squad review dropping on Monday for you guys. And then our Titans, uh, ep- our season three, uh, episode one through three will be dropping on August 12th. Hopefully by then, you know, I'll be back full talking form and whatnot. But um, and then we'll have our uh, Marvel's What If. We'll probably be covering that uh, the following Monday just because... I think it drops on Wednesday on the 11th. So I'll probably won't be, I don't even know if I'll watch it then. Cause I, I might still be, you know, on painkillers or whatever, but yeah, just wanted to uh, throw that uh, announcement out there for all of our listeners, but worry not. Like I said, well, plenty of content for you guys to listen to throughout the week. So you gotta, you gotta have your voice ready so you can drop a few uh, 
F Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh my gosh. It's I'm I'm actually really, really excited too. I mean, I, I'm excited to get my wisdom teeth taken out. I really am, because they're they're literally nothing but trouble. You know, they cause nothing but cavities and all that junk. But anyway, without further ado, uh, we're gonna get into our Vivo review here in a second, but a few words from our sponsors i'm kidding we don't have any sponsors but we will be back covering our vivo review after the short break when it came to music andres and i became so in sync not a moment out of place until the letter came marta Nothing would mean more to me than for us to sing together again. So you guys were like a duo. She was also the love of my life, but I never told her how I felt. All my love, I put it into a song. You spent your life making All right, guys, we are back after that short break and before we actually get into our review we wanted to kind of go over a little bit of the synopsis director so uh, the story as is as follows vivo sony pictures animation's first ever musical adventure featuring all new songs from len manuel miranda will take audiences on an epic adventure to gorgeous and vibrant locations never seen in animation well i don't know about that but it is a very beautiful film. Uh, are they saying Florida has never been seen in animation? <laughs> I don't know. Has it not? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, the directors uh, uh, con- uh, consigned of Brandon Jeffords and Kirk uh, D'Amico and cast as well as Lemuel Miranda and Zoe Saldana, just to name a few. And I believe Kirk is also a one of the writers as well as Peter uh, Barscon- Barsconi. Squinini. Sure. Yes. I'm so I it like I said, I'm terrible at the names. Devin's way it's way, way better than I am. But yeah, this this um this movie, it um it, it's it says a lot. It definitely, definitely says a lot. And I I usually let Devin go first, but I kind of just wanted to, I guess, uh go first this time and uh for our initial reaction. So no spoilers as of yet. We will get into spoilers later on and we'll let you guys know when we get to that point. But so it's um, uh, Vivo. Wow. Did this actually flew underneath my radar? Um, I knew a few people who had seen it before, but I, it's not that I never paid attention to it, but I knew Lin-Manuel Miranda was attached to the project. I knew I wanted to watch it because, um, as I said on Patrick Beatty's review, you can check that over on YouTube, um, that I, I will pretty much watch anything with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, I think um, he's earned it. Yeah, I definitely think so. And, and on, I think this man has won 2021 with In the Heights. And now we have Vivo. We have El Conta coming up. He's attached to that project as well. And he also has another a Netflix, another Netflix uh, movie coming out called Tick, Tick, Boom. So that's going to be very, very interesting. He's a very busy man. He really, really is. And I, like I said, I, I think he's going to, he's going to win 2021. He's, he's number one in my books right now, but I really, really enjoyed this film. I thought, I think it is like the perfect, like animation movie, a nice follow-up to uh, Mitchell's uh, the Mitchell's versus the machine, which is also Sony animation. So I thought that was really, really um, it's 
they're they're doing a pretty good job so far. I mean, we, we got Spider-Verse a few years ago and um connected, aka Missiles versus Machine, and now Vivo. And it it really explains just how how important it is to kind of, you know, and I mentioned this in Patrick's review, uh, you know, giving people their flowers while they're still here and kind of just letting people know how you, uh, how you feel, you know, while you still have time left on this earth. And it just, it kind of just, it, it really, it really destroyed me like in a good way. Like it's, it's man. Oh man. I just can't even, it's very, very tough. It's soul stirring. It's, you know, it's stimulating and it's about love and friendship and, and most importantly, the intimacy of music and how that can bring people together. And, you know, the, the com- compositions that Lemonwell, uh, you know, he creates here, they're very, very infectious. And I, I don't know about you, Devin, but I've been listening to a few of the songs on uh, Spotify, but I want to, you know, pass the torch over to you. Let uh, let everyone know what your initial thoughts are. Are they up on Spotify yet? <laughs> One of them is. Keep the beat is. Okay, that's what I saw too. Yeah, that's what I've been listening to nonstop. <laughs> so Vivo, good old Vivo. He's not a monkey. He's a kinkachu. Yeah, the honey bear. AKA the is honey that bear. is that where they got the name Pikachu? Uh no, Pikachu is from. I believe it is from some type of mineral or stone, but. I don't know where they came up with Kinkachu and Pikachu. Sounds very, very similar, yes. but yeah. <laughs> Man, so, I wish. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You wish what? Oh, no, I was going to say, I, I wish I had a Pikachu sound effect right now. Didn't even think about it until this You'd second. rather have Raichu anyways. That is Raichu is superior. I'm sorry. He just is. He's always on my team. He never, never lets me down. Never lets me down. But sorry, Devin, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, as far as Viva goes, for me, I thought it was good, but not great. Um, it's kind of weird. Or actually, I guess it's kind of funny. When I first saw the trailer, all I could think of was, oh, it's it's Sony Coco. Like, it's it's not, it might not be fair for me to compare it to Coco because Coco is a masterpiece in, in our eyes. But that's all I could think of when I first started watching it. I was like, oh, they're going for the Coco vibes here. And I also kept comparing it to Missiles vs. the Machines just because of the the Sony connection and those are two kind of unfair comparisons, but that's just all I kept thinking of. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there. And that's, it's funny that you mentioned that it's <laughs> AKA Sony's Coco, because I was talking to Jacob over at the uh, music city drive-in uh, website and he <laughs> literally said the same thing. That's all I could think of. <laughs> he said, this is Sony's Coco. I'm like, wow, you're absolutely in, in a way. Yes. But I do agree. Coco is leagues better. Uh, when it, like when it came to the storytelling, I, the story, definitely. Yeah. I, I think the music and both are very similar. Like, I mean, I can listen to either soundtrack like all day. For me, for me, the music in Viva was hit or miss. Mm. There was, one song in particular that me and my sister kept laughing at. I'm sure. I'm sure you know what it is. I yeah. I I know what you're talking about. Um, I I enjoyed it. Like it's not a and and I'm yeah. I, I know. You know. Before we get into spoilers, of course. But I I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was just like. I I didn't mind it, but it, I guess it's a different experience when you're watching it with someone because you know I'm just watching all this stuff by myself. But um, it it was 
charming. Yeah. <laughs> it was a charming song for sure. It but was it was definitely bad. interesting. Was not bad. Yes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I I'm 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 hoping we're talking about the same song. I think we are. Beat, we'll get beats into- my own drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I I was kind of feeling the bass. I don't it, know, it kept, man. It, was, it kept getting in my head because it was one of, those, like one of those annoying songs that gets you in your head. It's it's like Lady Gaga when she first came out, or no, not even. I'm sorry, Kesha. Remember when Kesha first came out? She had all those like super catchy songs. Everyone's like TikTok, ticks. Yeah, everyone like. It's not that everyone hated Kesha. It was this just that like everyone's like, oh my god, you know, she's singing all this this auto tune and whatever, whatever. And it's like, well, Kesha can sing, but. It was just her songs were so catchy, and that's it, it's it, they just stuck in your head for whatever reason. It wasn't that it was necessarily bad or necessarily good. It was just a very catchy beat, and I feel yeah, like that's we, how it we was. definitely made fun of the the drum song. But other than that, I really like the intro song. That was great. Um, yeah. Keep the beat is good. Really I really like the Miami song at the end. That was really clever. Yeah, that was cool. Good. good I, I felt like the the song at the end was kind of forgettable. I don't really remember. Oh, the, um, I forgot. It it was on. They, they write throughout. Yeah. Not right, but rewrite. Yeah. 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 The song that they delivered to, uh, cause cause it's supposed to be like the, the huge crescendo, like the finale climax. And it just kind of, I don't really remember how it went at all. Yeah. I got it. I got to say, when it comes to like music, like I, uh, this is 2021 itself. It's been a really, really big year for, um, for musical films because I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm not sure if you, if you've seen, um, Coda yet. I think it's on the no. Apple screening. Uh, it's, it's on the Apple screening, uh, uh, website right now. I'll, um, uh, it's, but it's it's beautiful. But it's it is it is very you know music heavy based as well. We have Vivo. We had In the Heights. We're having West Side Story coming out later this year. We have I can't El Canto. I can't see that trailer and then see Ansel Elgort. It's just <laughs> he's he's just gotta go. <laughs> we have uh, El, El Canto coming out. <clears throat> excuse me later this year, and we have Dear Evan Hansen. I I'm very that, that trailer is also very strange. That man oh, is so I, old. It that man is so old. Come I on. I know, I know, but it destroyed me, dude. I mean, given because I've I've had past experience with um, you know, when when it comes to that kind of subject with yeah. other people, but like, I don't know, man. It just killed me. Like uh, I'm like, this is gonna be my favorite movie of the year, isn't it? I'm like, probably not, because Dune's coming out, and we got Spider Man. But yeah, like I was saying, it's just very, uh, it's it's a very music heavy based year, and I absolutely love that because there's so many new songs. It, heck, even the Dune soundtrack, the two new songs that are out, um, uh, Paul's Dream, and I forgot the other one, but like they're like really, really good, and I've never really like I'm I'm a huge music lover as you know but and we and we had that other song oh my god not the other song but the other uh movie earlier in the year um that we reviewed oh my gosh blanking on the name uh with the guy from lita battle angel <laughs> oh yeah um, um man i'm 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 blanking on the name but it's on hulu and i was just like man this is just a really oh ultimate playlist of noise Oh yeah, I was thinking infinite playlist of noise, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's like it, it's just a great year for music, just overall. Billy Eilish's new 
album is out. We got Silk Sonic's album is out. It is a great, great year for music. But yeah, I do agree with you when it comes to um, <laughs> the uh, the child song. Um, it is more like Baby Shark type deal. But like, what, what did you think of her character overall? Because I think I kept coming back to Katie from Mitchell the Vicious Machines because they're very similar in that they're kind of like the quirky, mm-hmm. different, like kind of doesn't fit in type. But for me, this one felt a little more forced. Like in Mitchell's vs. Machines, Katie felt very natural. Like she had hobbies that were different than other people and she yeah. wasn't being different just to be different. Yeah, I, I feel like with her, um, and I believe her name was... Um, Gabby. Gabby, yeah. With with, with Gabby, um, I... And I don't think they really express how old she was. No, they did express it. She's nine, somewhere around there, something like that. I, 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 I took that more of like I guess her, her quirkiness of just, I was just being a nine-year-old, you know, being like a preteen, you know, going into teenage, you know, just trying to figure like, but like she's trying to figure out what she likes, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of like she knows what she likes already. So she is very mature in that on that on that front. Um, unlike the sand dollars, <laughs> the Karens. Well, oh my gosh, dude! We the will get into Karens. them. We will get into them in a second because I adored them so much, especially one scene that just <laughs> absolutely killed me. But yeah, with Gabby, I I think she, I think she was fine. I do agree that Katie from Mitchell's versus Machine was a little bit more progressed, but this is just like, you know, a nine year old being a nine year old, just kind of, I guess, messing around. Like, Dance yeah, to the she, beat of her own drum. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. You know, like I say, she knows what she, what she likes. She knows what she wants. And it's, you know, but at the same time that, you know, there's a brokenness about her. And like, we'll talk about that once we get into spoilers. But um, yeah, I thought she was all right. What about you? Yeah. Like I said, I keep comparing it to Mitchell's and it isn't quite as developed, I guess, as a character, but yeah. Yeah. I I do agree with you there. And I did not. Okay. This sounds really, really dumb, but for a long time, I didn't know Zoe Saldana was Afro Latino. I just thought I, I I didn't, I never looked at her bio or anything. I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that's a nice name. That makes sense. Yeah. I just, it's, but Who who did Leslie David Baker voice? Stanley from the office. Oh, um, who did he voice? Doesn't say in the credits mm, for IMDb. I, IMDb is messing with their brains. But yeah, I've, like I said, you know, just a little, I guess, embarrassing moment. I did, I did not know that Zoe Saldana was Afro Latino. I just, I, I literally just thought she was just black. I had no clue whatsoever. What did you, what did you think of the animation? I thought the animation was really, really good. Um, I do like Missiles versus Machine a little bit better for sure, but for what this is, um, I, I do think it, it was, it was, it is a beautiful, like aesthetically a beautiful film. I'm, you know, not saying like it's like the best shot in the world, but animation wise, like for Sony, this is really, really good. I thought the faces looked weird. Like, uh, I don't know. There's just something off about the faces and some of the body structures. There are some weird looking people in this movie. 
There were some weird looking dudes, just kind of. I think that's just more walking around. Yeah, I I know what you mean. I mean, even when there's so many different art styles out there. Like, I mean, have you seen Klaus on Netflix? No, honestly, perfect Christmas movie, and I recommend anyone out there listening to to watch it because I watch it every single Christmas. It's kind of like an origin story for Santa Claus, but um, that's more of hand drawn animation. But it's, I think it's it's just. The art style they went with, if if you've seen uh, The Lost City of Atlantis by Disney, like, I mean, that is also hand-drawn, but, like, the, the art style there is more blocky. So, like, some of the art body styles look a little bit more, I guess you could say, cartoonish than versus, like, realistic than you would see in, like, I don't know, like, some kind of, like, anime or something like that. But, yeah. Uh, but what did you, besides, I guess, like, the design of that, like, what did you think of, like, I guess, just... The, the overall like look and feel of the movie. I liked it. I liked that they went mm. for the, the colorful, vibrant look. Yeah. I think Cuba and uh, Florida. Yeah. That was, yeah, it, it was, it looked, you know, it was very vibrant. I really liked how the animals looked. The animals looked really mm. good. Yeah. And I like kind of like the dream sequences, kind of like that. You know what I'm talking about? Those, the, yeah, the, the Coco likes dream sequences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, honestly, and, and it's, it's like it's very tough not to compare it. Yeah, it it, it really is. It, they they are similar but completely different at the same time because they they do have similar themes in a way, but you know they are trying to push out two different messages. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know we've been talking non spoilers for a while, which I think is honestly great because you know by the time this is out, you know. You know, some people have watched it, some people would have not, but are you ready to get into spoilers? Yeah, there's definitely s- some stuff to talk about. <laughs> yes, there there definitely, definitely is. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning. Again, this is your second spoiler warning for Netflix's latest animated film, Vivo. So, um, let's just dive right in, because this absolutely killed me, Devin, within... The first 20 minutes of the movie, you know, Andres, one of the main characters, he used to play with uh, this girl, Marta, you know, throughout the world. She became super mega famous and he never told Marta how he actually felt. You know, you, you could, we can definitely see throughout the flashbacks and whatnot. They were very, very close. Like they were close friends, but it definitely seemed like they were a little bit more than that. Kind of like teetering on the fence of that happening. And, you know, Marta uh, invites Andres, who lives in Cuba. She lives, she's out in Florida uh, for her farewell concert, you know, her, her last concert she'll ever perform. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's very excited. You know, she wants to sing with him again. It's very, very fitting. You know, she, he was there with her through all the good times, all the bad times. And a, a very faithful man, I will say. And, um, you know, on... The I guess I believe it was the day before he was going to sing with her. He he passes away, and you find out before he passes away that he, you know, he never told her how he actually felt, and how you know he wrote all these feelings down in a song. I'm blanking on the name of the song because, like, like I say, you know how he said in uh, non spoilers, but um, it was that that I did not expect that at all. Yeah, it's it's definitely a risk they took um, having that that emotional kind of scene that much so in the beginning of the movie. 
I'm not really sure how I feel about it because we didn't really get that much of a chance to connect with him as a character. Like it was like, like you said, like 20 minutes in, we're still like getting to know this guy and he kind of just, it kind of felt like an off screen death. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you there. Um, I really, w- and that was, that was actually one of my issues with the film. I really wish we would have spent just like maybe like a good 30 minutes with Andres. Um, because I feel like that would have hit harder because it wasn't unexpected. That he it was a surprise, him. but it didn't really yeah. hit emotionally for me just because of the, the quickness of, of it happening. Yeah. Like we, we it's, it's kind of like we just started to get to know him as a character, maybe even like an extra, like 15 minutes would have been nice. Like, like around maybe like a 35 minute mark or something like that instead of around 20. But you know, we, we do see the, the connection that him and Vivo have together. And you know, that used to be street performers, you know, in, in his older age and how they kind of met. Um, it did seem to kind of, you know, kind of chug along like, okay, you know, let's get to the rest of the entire, um, the, you know, the rest of the story. But I think what really killed it for me was at, was at towards the very end where we find out that Gabby lost her father. And I believe her father and Andres were cousins or they were related in some way. Um, I think, I think he was the, um, the nephew, nephew, the nephew of Gabby's father. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right, and you know that that I think that's the part that kind of broke me is that you know I think the reason and I think that's kind of how why Gabby like acts the way she does is kind of like you know she she recently just lost her father you know she's like eight nine years old and you know that's that's a pretty um, heavy time you know it's a pretty delicate age to you know lose a parent for sure like speaking from experience but. And it's very, um, you know, she, she kind of comes out and she tries to make her mother understand her mother wants her to kind of, you know, join the sand dollars. And, you know, like I said, we'll get into that here in a second, but you know, her mom, like, it doesn't really seem that her mom quite understood how important it was to help Vivo, you know, take, you know, deliver the song to Marta for Andres because, you know, she never really got to say her proper goodbyes to her father and, you know, to tell how much that like she had loved him and things of that nature. So, but I wanted to, you know, get, get your, you know, overall thoughts and just, just what you thought about that, because um, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, I think that's the part that really sticks out with this movie. I think it sends a very powerful message. Yeah. I did like that part. I like how that gives her a connection, more of a connection to the music, especially when they start doing it together and Vivo's kind of like teaching her she doesn't realize that he's like leading the way with the music because he just like, you don't know anything. Let me show you. Yeah. And I, I guess, so is, so did Gabby know, knew that like Viva could like talk or was it still just, you know, he was just making Kinkachu noises, but (laughs) we heard him talking. It it did take a little bit to catch on to what was happening, but yeah, I think we, we only hear his voice. Or yeah, the other animals do, right? And I believe that they said towards the beginning of the of this of the uh, the movie that you know they didn't really understand each other talking. Uh, Andres and Vivo didn't understand each other talking wise, but it was more of a musical, yeah, musical connection. Which actually usually is true because there's been studies like out there saying you know when 
when it comes to like performing, it's kind of like everyone's not even the rhythm, but kind of just like almost just like their, their heartbeats are kind of like almost in sync. It's some people say it's true. Some people say it's false, but I'm going to say it's true because it's a nice thing to kind of think about when, when it comes to that, you know, everyone's pulse and, you know, um, heartbeat, whatnot. But, um, you know, I might, I might sound crazy, but it is what it is. But Devin, let's talk about the sand dollars. <laughs> the, um, man, oh man, the, the Girl Scout versions in this film. Um, as I mentioned in some Patrick's view, like I was, I was in Boy Scouts growing up. And, uh, I mean, Devin knew that already, but <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this, but, uh, for all the listeners, I, I actually I, don't know if I, if I knew that or not. Just, oh, you know, I think that might, it might've been before I met you in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that was, wow. There we go. <laughs> but never made it very far. But, um, when it comes to like the whole boy scout, girl scout thing, especially the girl scouts are very, um, prime, um, in just. They they know what they want, Devin. Like they're they're out there to sell those cookies, and they're going to sell you those thin mints, whether you know you need another need an extra box or not. It's it's they're going to be coming to your door night you know night and day, whatever. But what did you think about them? And I guess the the rest of the supporting cast when it came to the animals, I like that they didn't they weren't painted as like the bad guys of the movie. They yeah. could have very easily been like little mini Karens that. Very dislikable. Well, there was one to many Karen for sure. Well, e- even even <laughs> she was, even she was like the things she was she was doing made sense and came from a place of like actual knowledge and mm. and caring. Like she was just trying to keep this very endangered exotic animal safe. Yeah, <laughs> I lo- I did love the one on the side who just kept eating cookies throughout the whole movie. Dude, she ate everything. I'm telling you like, what was it? Oh my gosh. When, when they found the song in the jungle and then the leader of the sand dollars told the girl who likes to eat a lot to eat, eat the song. She was like, okay. I was like, you're going to eat paper. Yeah. What? No, come on now. Let's, let's be reasonable here. But yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And um, I guess the 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 scene that I wanted to talk about <laughs> when they uh the the sand dollars call out the guy who drive he lives like what two blocks away yeah. he drove <laughs> she was like Mister blah 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 you live two blocks away and you are driving <laughs> he was like oh uh, uh, I'm sorry like you know like whatever whatever he was so embarrassed. I think that was like one of the perfect kind of like one-liner scenes that just, it was hilarious. But uh, what what did you think of like the entire four scene? Because I've seen a lot on Twitter, a lot of uh, people were saying that that's, that's the part that kind of gets a little muddled for them because there is so much going on, you know, right before they reach uh, Marta's um, final concert. Yeah, I was, when it first started, I was a little concerned because when he first meets the Brian T- Tyree Henry bird, it was just very strange and just, it all happened so fast. Mm. But I do like the payoff that happens later on after that little side quest he has with the bird, <laughs> the birds fall in love. And that is also the song between like between the birds. That was a hit. 
Like that was like it was like an R and B soul type song. Yeah, like that, that was, was a banger. <laughs> that really was, man. Oh man! Oh, like I said, man, the, the songs in this and this film are just super, super infectious. And sometimes, I, you know, outside of like the full message of this of the of the uh, of the film, I, I feel like the the songs kind of take over just a little bit more so than everything else. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was, it was really sad, you know, when they, um, you know, they find, they finally get the paper back and, you know, it's destroyed. And I really like, I like how they introduced what a harmony and, you know, the melody is, you know, when it comes to the lyrics and how the melody is the foundation of like any song whatsoever. And, you know, it was, the fact that um, Gabby knew Gabby knew the lyrics was it? Yeah. Gabby knew the lyrics and then Vivo knew the melody. Yep. And so that was kind of, you know, you put two and two together, whatever, but uh, you know, at, at times um, I guess adding to the negative list in a way, like it just, um, you know, it, it is, it is a great um, uh, anim- animated movie. Uh, it just feels a bit, like towards the end, like you can kind of you can kind of guess what was going to happen. Very very uh, predictable, but that that happens in a lot of movies nowadays, whether it's animated or not. Because <laughs> man, oh man, it's it's crazy stuff. We watch, we watch a lot of movies. We yeah, we really do. Oh my god, I don't even know how many we watched this year. Nearly not a, as much as other people that I know, especially people who go to like film festivals and stuff. Uh, not there yet. But hopefully next year we can uh, do something. That'll be a lot of fun for the podcast. You know, level up in a way, you know, evolve. (laughs) Keep the beat to our own podcast. (laughs) So, yeah, man. Uh, Was there anything else you wanted to, you know, wanted to mention before we kind of close out here? I know we're coming up on time. I like the snake. It was very interesting (laughs) casting with Michael Rooker, but I think he kind of pulled it off with that little list he added in there. Yeah, kind of reminded me of the uh, the snake from uh, Jungle Book a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and a, but a little bit more menacing. Ah, oh, I don't know. I gotta, Pythons I, are so huge. I know, dude. Like, whew, man, oh man. Like the snake in Jungle Book was kind of that was some freaky stuff. This one was just more like I want to eat you. I want to, you know, uh, kill you. Whatever. But, <laughs> but. Yeah, I so yeah that that concludes the uh, the uh, our review here of Netflix's uh, newest original uh, animated film Vivo. But before we get out of here, we always 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 close out with our scores. So, Devin, what would you give this out of three out of a hundred? You know, just fire away. I would go with a solid seventy-five. Okay, right okay. in that right in that good but not quite great range. Okay, so I gave this a four out of five on Letterboxd because it's it's definitely not, you know, a perfect film, but I think it is one of the better animated films. Like like we said earlier, Lin-Manuel Miranda hasn't missed yet. No, if you're a fan fan of him, you will enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, So for so be like a solid B. I give it like a solid B um, overall. I, I feel like that's a nice equation. Um, maybe, yeah, yeah, solid B, solid B for sure. 
<laughs> one more time so, I'll, so you guys will believe me solid b for sure but yeah that pretty much uh wraps it up there but like i said you know it, it's definitely a great film to go watch everyone should it, it's it's a great film to watch with the family as well like i said you know, it, it is one of those films that you know to give people flowers you know while they're still here and you know you don't want to regret anything when it comes to that because you know we, we see that time and time again within movies tv and in real life um unfortunately uh when it comes to some of those things where you know people kind of just wait too late not even just with loved ones but you know if there's a crush or someone out there that you like you know chat them up put your arm on their shoulder and say hey hey <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love Spider-Man so much. Did you do anything for Spider-Man Day? Did, I did, did not it? know that was a thing. I didn't. Well, I, I knew it was coming up, but I, we were all waiting for something else. <laughs> and that didn't happen. And we got something else a day later that we definitely didn't want. But <laughs> man, Venom. Man, oh man. But as I said before, that does conclude today's show. So uh, before we get out of here, I want to let you guys know what is coming up on the podcast for all of you guys. So, like I said, on Monday, August 9th, our The Suicide Squad review will be dropping that day. And then later on in the week on August 12th, on that beautiful, beautiful Thursday, we have our Titans Season 3, Episode 1 through 3 review that me and Leo from the Geekly Goods YouTube channel covered man oh man i don't know how you did it well um perseverance and just marching to the beat of our own drum honestly (laughs) i I honestly don't know how we did it either because it has been a crazy crazy trip getting into season three but you know we're here for it because we love the titans so so much and of course we'll have our Marvel's What If coverage coming up on the podcast for you guys soon after our DC DC Titans review when I'm back in full form. And of course, Ted Lasso season two, a little bit farther down the line for now. But um, oh, oh my gosh, I almost forgot. Um, After our Titans review, we we have so much stuff. We're we're planning out, Devin. We're, we're, We're getting there. After our DC, DC Titans review, we have our our we're going to do another double feature review for you guys. We're going to do Free Guy and Don't Breathe Two. Oh so yeah! So that'll be dropping on not August 9th, but I believe that'll be dropping possibly on August sixteenth. And we also had to figure out. Yeah, we'll probably we'll have to figure out what we're going to do with Marvel. Uh, what if possibly you might have to move that to like that Wednesday to kind of just, you know, get through all that. So yeah, we also have that coming up for you guys. Just a few things we have in the pipeline. I pretty much just gave you our entire, <laughs> or at least half of our schedule for the rest of August. But you know, it is what it is. You know, we're here. We're going to keep yapping about the things that we love and we hope you guys stay tuned and for our latest review. So we're going to get out of here and you guys have a good weekend. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.